There's one train that died, but there's another train that died walking about you. God, they need a relationship with you. Because hell is real and heaven is real. But hell is prepared for those that don't know you. Only the pure in heart will see you. God, some even come to the conclusion that they're going to party in hell. Some even say that why living, why living hell, they living in hell now, but God is at the living hell designed for the hell. Yes. But let them know, God, that they need to have a relationship. It's not about religion. It's not even about the water baptism because Jesus, you baptized for all of us. But for us, it's only a symbolic sign of the burial and resurrection. Father, we need you. We need you, Father God. You say it unless a man be born again. Of the water and the spirit. They would not have part with you. God, I pray for your mercy this morning. I pray for your grace. I pray for your love and your peace. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. Our scripture readings. Amen. Our scripture reading is coming from First Timothy, the third chapter. Hallelujah. Somebody give God a praise this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I don't want my God to cry in my place. Amen. Let never have no victory here this morning. Let never yes, have amen. no victory here this morning. We are free. We are free. Thank God Almighty. We are free. Hallelujah. Yes, we are free. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. The third chapter, the 14th verse. These things are right to you. So I hope, so I hope to come to you soon. But I am delayed. I write so that you may know you may know how to how to conduct yourself that you may know how to conduct yourself amen that we may know how to conduct ourselves amen and we are believers in Christ we should know how to conduct ourselves 
in 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 service, out of service. Amen. In his presence and out of his presence. In the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, and without controversy, and without controversy, amen. There should not be controversy within the body of Christ. Of God help us because there's is. Great is the mystery of Godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by the angels, preached among the Gentiles. Believe on the in the world, receive up in glory. May God add a blessing to the reading of this word. Amen. Amen. I'm going to go get my glass. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Azusa International Force a Gospel Church family and friends. We welcome you on this glorious Sunday. We want to again give you again a warm welcome by way of either Zoom, the conference line, Facebook, or YouTube. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church is a branch of the Foursquare International Church where we serve Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You will find that our ministry is missional. We are outside of the four walls. So perhaps you are seeking a church home where you will be given the opportunity to utilize and exercise your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities to the glory of God. We have various ministries to include our prayer ministry, health and wellness, women's veterans, grief and loss, youth, homeless, and benevolence. We would like to welcome you to join us for 30 minutes of powerful midday prayer Monday through Friday from 11.30 a.m. to 12 noon. Please come and again, we collectively link arms and join each other in prayer as we're praying for various things, family, community, just the world overall. On Wednesday morning, an opportunity to feast on the word of God, a wholesome breakfast on the word of God for our Bible study at 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And currently we are studying in the book of Daniel. Please join us for this awesome interactive Bible study. And then on Friday night, yet another opportunity God has provided for our, our Bible study. And recently uh, we closed with our study on Can You Trust the Word of God? And we have Sister Pat Sanker who has graced us with a study that she um, is doing from a book and believe God that this opportunity to again dig a little bit deeper into the beliefs you know we hear so many different things on abortion on death please join us on Friday night again an opportunity to feast on the word of God and join us with our uh, book study uh, this is being led by our sister Pat 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Friday night 
include our prayer. The, our conference line is available 6 to 7 p.m. Another opportunity to place your petitions before the Lord and again join with our brothers and sisters as we collectively in one uh, unison place our petitions before the Lord. And there's so much again to pray about. So an opportunity to join us in corporate prayer. Tuesdays and Fridays are dedicated to our fast days. And of course, we ask that you would be led by way of the Holy Spirit on the details that are suitable to your fasting needs. Our third Sundays are dedicated to Family and Friends Day and Missions. And you know, if you haven't heard, Azusa International Forest Square Gospel Church are ministering and partnering with our dear brothers and sisters across the waters. We have partnerships with Sierra Leone, Nigeria, Bahamas, India, Haiti, Kenya, Pakistan, Cuba, Mexico, Suriname, and domestically Alaska. So perhaps the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord has given you insight on being on the mission field. And that opportunity as the International Force for Gospel Church opens the door to that. The Lord has called you to the mission field. We ask that you contact Pastor Benjamin Nelson directly for more details and serving in our capacity. We want to thank you for your continued time, efforts, financial seeds to the ministry. And as you know, we support the ministry by way of missions, other ministerial work, supporting families and communities. Continue, and if you haven't started, use our cash app tag, which is dollar sign 1906ZUSA. We thank you again for all of your financial contributions, your commitment, your time, gifts, and services rendered. We'd like to also uh, ask that you would be in prayer for um, our efforts to find a building. Now, we know that God, is, it all belongs to God. And we know that if we are faithful, he will meet our needs as we pursue, again, our way of God's will, the building that is suitable for our ministry. So continue, please, to keep that in prayer. Amen. In addition, we'd like to ask that you would mark your calendars. We have our Four Square Gospel Church that is celebrating the 100th centennial. And that 2023 is going to mark Four Square Centennial Year. So all year long, we'll be celebrating 100 years of ministry, miracles, and the movement of God through Four Square in the U.S. and around the globe. This historic, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime commemoration, will not only look back at the history of Fort Square, however, it will also embellish God's faithfulness. We'll also be intentionally looking forward to the next 100 years, of course, asking the Lord by way of his Holy Spirit to remind us as we follow him together in missions. And this will be on next year. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, and it's like every year that's when we celebrate so the date will be provided once um uh, once we have the information october the 6th through the 8th please join us we will be in north carolina for our leader conference fall 2023 in our district again october 6th thursday through saturday october the 8th an opportunity to join leaders from around our district and we are uh, geographically from Maine to Florida, an opportunity to just see the hand of God, to be Amen. in worship and fellowship with brothers and sisters we've never met face to face. 
an opportunity to, again, come together. We would ask that you would keep these um, announcements uh, yourselves and govern them accordingly. And again, we say to you, welcome to our worship. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Amen. We are so grateful for those those announcements. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. 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 We Amen. see a distinguished member alumni. Yeah. Sister Sierra. Yay. Yes. They, God bless you. We saw the family for a moment. If they'd like to come yes. back. Yeah. <laughs> the whole family was there. Yes. God bless you. Right. God bless. God bless. The baby. Goodness. Oh, the baby. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Yeah. Praise the Lord, God. Praise All right. God. Amen. Amen. So as I transition to our faith statement, I just want to say, um, I do not, we, we're not muting for you not to participate, but because we are streaming live and not in the building, when there's noise in the background, it kind of makes it hard for us to hear the person that is praying or speaking. But when we are singing and fellowshipping, by all means, please open your mics and join in. So with that being said, as we move into our faith statement, everybody open your mics and prepare to read along with us. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. So... I will read the first line, if you would read the following line, and then we will read the last one together. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, let's begin. We believe the Bible is God-inspired, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. Amen. We believe that we have no righteousness and must come to God pleading the righteousness of Christ. Ephesians 2 and 8. We believe that the change which 
Go ahead. Go ahead. In the heart and the life and conversion is a very real Second Corinthians five seventeen we believe that baptism by immersion is an outward sign of an inward work, Matthew 28, 19. We believe in the commemoration of the Lord's Supper by the symbolic use of the bread and juice of the vine, 1 Corinthians 11, 24, 25. We believe that the and lastly, all together, we believe that it is the will of God that we walk in the Spirit daily. Ephesians 4, 30 through 32. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hands, everybody. Shout for joy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know who you The Lord. The Lord. For joy. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Your feet, everybody. All right. Stop your feet. Everybody. Catch on fire. Catch on fire. Catch on fire. I wish somebody so catch on fire. Oh, in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, 
don't you wanna go? Don't you wanna go? Wanna go? Pastor, can you give me one more? Can you give me one more, please? Somebody, give me one more while we're making this transition. Come on. 
and I need you. Like I cover you in prayer, I need you to cover me in prayer. I'm going to India on the 15th of next month. I wish I had somebody to go with me. Probably Hillary or anyone. Thank you, Pastor, but you know, I don't flow with all those titles, right? And I know that this morning, oh my goodness, this this message, um, Pastor and I had a conversation, a brief one, while he was away, and I was able to share with him when he was talking about the altitudes and everything. I said, Pastor, that means that both of us have been to the wilderness and been to a mountaintop this year, and I don't think that there, when you talk about the experience, Pastor, it is such a breathtaking moment, but you do feel it, you know, you do feel it. It, it makes me wonder how the people that were building the Tower of Babel, how they even thought that they were going to be able to do it and survive because <laughs> it, 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 it literally takes your breath away <laughs> when I say it takes your breath away. So I just want to say this morning has truly been a testament because when I asked you to sing another song, that was only because one computer decided it needed to do an update and the other one said it was too full <laughs> for memory. So in the background, we're making it happen, making it happen to get our recordings done and not to miss a beat. So that's when you know that somebody is trying to block our blessings this morning so as i prepare to deliver this word yes pastor we've already talked about keeping you in prayer as you venture to india we're already covering you all right and that's what your church body does we're already we got you covered if i may say and if you all will join me in prayer as i embark upon 
what I've written, but ask Holy Spirit to take over. So most gracious and heavenly Father, as we come before you on this morning, we thank you for your presence is already with us. You have already anointed us and we could just sit here in the quiet and just enjoy your presence. But there is a lesson that you've downloaded that is to be shared on this morning. And Father, I pray that I will not uh, be a stickler for the words, a stickler for the words here, but as Holy Spirit leads and guides that whatever you have will come through. So I ask that you guide my tongue and guard my mind. May I be able to hear from you as I transition through these words that are on this paper this morning and that there's a word to be shared with each and every one of us as we aim for the heart and for the soul to save lives, not just to please ears. We in Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church, you have planted us not to be people pleasers, but to change lives. So Father, I pray that each and every day that we wake up, we remember our purpose and step out on it in faith. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, so family, our lesson today is looking into the wilderness. All right, and so I'm operating on another computer here, so if you keep seeing me looking sideways, because the one in front of me is the one that decided it needed to do the update this morning, and I couldn't postpone it. So as we start looking into the wilderness, I want to give you a little background. I did already with what Pastor and I um, had experienced with the mountain. But I also must say that I'm going through um, some uh, equine training right now to train the trainer, right? So we're preparing the women veteran, veterans and um, CTL group. The two nonprofits have partnered to prepare a retreat for our veterans. And the ranch is owned by another, a fellow veteran, right here in Brandywine. So I've been going down in the evenings to start this training so that I can be the proper hostess as we bring in strangers to help them feel comfortable. So, you know, we, we really can't help others feel comfortable if we're all walking in foreign land, right? So it was said to me, well, you need to come down and get comfortable so that that fear will remove from your face as you usher in those that may still be fearful. So I've been amazed at the fact that each visit I've had has felt different. Every time I go to this ranch, I take on a, a different perspective of it and I view it a little differently. Could it be because each time I go, I get a little and little more comfortable with it. That's how God wants us to get with him. Each time we pray, may we feel that we can talk to him as if he is a friend. He is our father, he is our orchestrator, but he wants us to be able to talk to him. So my first visit was an introduction on the four-wheeler. So we went out on a four-wheeler and we're riding, you know how we do on a four-wheelers, right? Out in the wilderness, right? Open turf, just riding and showing me the land and the space and every little thing that, you know, talking about the history and what they've done there. But the second time I went 
was an introduction to the horses and the stables. Now we're getting a little deeper, right? So as we introduce you to, you know, Pastor Nelson, who is also a chaplain, as we introduce you to Pastor Jackson, who is also in charge of our grief share, and we're finding out more and more each time we speak how much more we have in common and people that we know, amen, you know, so we're getting more and more acquainted, even with Sister Pat, as we find out not only within the prophetess realm, but in our education and our health and wellness and so many other things. He just keeps making us each visit become more acquainted to become more comfortable. And then the, the third time I went, well, let me just say it took some getting used to because first time was on wheels, second time was on foot, and then the third time, I just want to say, I'm truly a city girl, okay? And this ranch life is... Is it's like work. Now I get up and go to work and I know that I was taking care of the gym and all those type of things but yeah. taking care of a ranch and the work that needs to be done to the grounds and then the work that needs to be done with the animals I know and I'm not ashamed to say I'm a city girl but you know what even uh -huh. we can adapt to the wilderness right? So just to cover this space on foot, like I said, it looked like we had walked for miles. What may have just taken an hour on the four-wheeler took a couple of hours to cover some things and to do the chores on foot. And once we returned to the barn, I looked back at the distance that we had covered and all the grass and trees and stables, you know, and everything that was out there. The, trying to remember the names of the horses. And I know I won't get it all on, you know, the first couple of visits, but each horse with their name had their own personality. Sound right. familiar, right? Which, yeah. which really didn't seem to make such a difference while we were going through it. But when we returned, I traveled back and I sat there and from the barn just looked out at everything and I pondered. And God dropped this message in my spirit. I'm going to ask you all to turn with me to Numbers chapter 14. And I'll let you know when I'm ready. Because this must have been, this is what, he's, what was going on in my mind. This must have been what it was like in reality for the Israelites to travel on what should have only been 40 days. And that wow. ended up taking them 40 years because they couldn't see it. You know, they were on foot, right? And, and, and in their minds, they were stuck on what was right before them. They, they were stuck in what was right before them and they didn't want to do it. I mean, because if you're in a place or in a space and all you can see is the grass and the trees, you have no idea how much further you have to go to the road when you're in the wilderness, especially yeah. when you're lost. You don't know yeah. which direction to turn into, turn to, and you try to listen, and all of a sudden, because the trees are so tall, you can't even hear the busyness of the traffic. You're Amen. stuck. And I know that they didn't have traffic back then, but I can just imagine 
them looking for days across that dry land to which they were. And, and you know, from our travels to the desert, they train us and they tell us, you have to drink your water, you have to stay hydrated because you will start, your eyes will start playing tricks on you, okay? You'll start seeing things that are not really there. You'll start wanting that water and you'll start visualizing that water and then you get up to that space and there's not really any water. It's just a shadow from the sun going over the sun, the, the, the sand dune, and it's making it look like it's a dark space. And then your eyes will, the sun, you know, when the sun beams and it's real hot and you see the, the smoke coming up off of it and you may even look like you see a little movement there. And so your mind is telling you water, water. And so you pick it up and you try to go there. So this is, again, the children of Israel and where they may have been thinking that you brought us out here, but we see nothing. This desolate land, you promised us, and here we are in this place or in this space, and we don't see anything worth making a home out of. And they started to bicker and to murmur and to get angry. And so they they traveled and, and it looked like it was taking them forever and they were really going nowhere. They had become so used to being in bondage and the way things used to be that when they were finally set free and they could roam as far as they wanted to, they became resentful. Because you see, even though they were in bondage, they were used to the way things used to be. They had their homes, they had their water, they had their clothes and the way they would wash their clothes and the way that they would get their food and everything. And now here they were out in this wilderness and they had to make do with what they had brought. So you know that saying, nothing but the clothes on your back? Well, they had a little more than the clothes on their back, but they had to make do with what they had with them. They had finally achieved what they had been praying for for years and had become ungrateful when it was presented to them. So let me see if I can break this down for you a little bit. They were so dissatisfied that it caused God to become disappointed with them because see, he was hearing them just like he hears us and just like he knows our thoughts. Can you imagine, take a little trip with me, please. Can you imagine as a child, right? For some of us, it may be a little further to think about. But let's remember when you were asking your parents, your birthday was coming up and somebody says, what do you want for your birthday? And you're telling your parents, I want, you know, I'll say for me, I, I, I used to love the, the little easy bake oven, right? So that, that was my, you know, I was like, I want the easy bake oven. And, you know, you, you want this gift and you've been asking for it and asking for it as, as your birthday is getting closer. And then you finally, you've been waiting for years because I guess when I was younger, they say, oh, you're not old enough yet to cook, you know, so you're not old enough yet to 
have this gift that you're asking for. So I know for our teenagers, we can say a car, right? And even for some of us grown folks, we can say a car, okay? But, you know, and, and you and you want this gift and you're, you're, con you're telling them what color you want and what make and model you want and all of this. And you've been waiting for years. And then when they give it to you, you look at it, you test drive it, you're all excited, right? But yeah. then when you get in it, you realize it's not the exact series, you know, that you wanted. And so you turn around to them and you say, but I wanted the XL model, right? Now, <laughs> how do you think your father is feeling at this time, or your parents, period, or whomever the gift provider is, because you had these specifics in your mind, but to them, all you said was you wanted X, a car, right? You didn't say what kind, you didn't say, and you surely didn't put, as Pastor just said, any money towards it, right? But so now you are given this gift and you turn around to them and you say, it's not the right color or it's not the right series. And all they hear is you're complaining, right? So most of us would say, are you being ungrateful? I've give, I've spent my hard-earned money on providing you with this car free of charge, a car to which you've asked for, a car that's going to get you from point A to point Z, a car that is already a full tank, right? And I'm giving you the keys. All you have to do is get in and drive it, and you're telling me that it's not what the kind that you wanted. Now let's go back to our children of Israel. They asked to be free. They asked to be out of bondage. They never told God, like, we want to go to, uh, you know, Canaan, or we want to go to this place, or we want to go to that place. No, they just asked to be free. And that's exactly what he did. He set them free. They had the whole world before them, and yet it was not enough. Go with me now. Numbers 14, uh, verse 26 and 27. And the Lord spoke to, me, to Moses, unto Moses and unto Aaron. I'm reading from the King James Version. Saying, how long shall I bear with this evil con congregation, which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel, which they murmur against me. Now, I'm going to add in here. Since they wanted to be selfish and ungrateful, God still loved them, but yet, he had to make a decision and listen to what he says next. Go with me now to 28 and 29. Say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Now, 
What he's telling them is, you want to be ungrateful? You want to be selfish? Well, you and everybody that is old enough to be responsible for their own actions, you will be dealt with. That's what he's telling them, basically. Because I have given you what you've asked for, and yet it is not enough. And yet you are still going to harden your heart against me. So now, as we go down to verse 30, doubtless ye shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein. Save Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh. I said I was going to get that right. Come on, Lord. Jephunneh, thank you. And Joshua, the son of Nun. But your little ones which ye said should be prey, then will I bring in, and they shall know the land which ye have despised. See, they were turning the hearts and the minds of the younger ones against God also, listening to their murmurings like our little ones do. You know, you've ever been, in the older days, you've been in a conversation and the adults used to tell you, oh, this is an adult conversation, right? Children, go play with the children, right? Well, nowadays, you see, the children embarking upon the adult conversations and what they hear is not always meant for a child to hear. And without understanding, that child will go back and repeat what they may have heard and repeat it in front of the people that you may have been talking about. Well, this is what God is referring to. They made the children pray. They were trying to turn the hearts of the those that were under the age of 20, not responsible for their actions, against him because the children were going to follow suit in what they saw the parents doing, right? So he had to make a way to separate, to save the next generation. So this is where he is going with this saying. And God told them that for the way they had complained, they will die out there and their children will suffer for their actions. But when you move down to verse 32, it says, but as for you, your carcasses, they shall fall in this wilderness and your children shall wander in the wilderness 40 years and bear your whoredoms while until your carcass be wasted in the wilderness. So the children had to bear with them until they died. The children had to go through with them until they died. The children had to go through with them until they were no longer bound under the, under the deceitfulness of their parents so that they could truly be free. But this took us to move into two more generations. Okay, so then... When he tells them this, now get this, here he tells them why it's going to take them 40 years for them to cross into the promised land. Because he said, because of your deceitfulness, you're not going to get this gift. Oh no, I've given you a gift of freedom and you expect for me to give you the gift of the promised land too and you are hardening your hearts against me? And I'm giving you what you've asked for. You are my chosen children. I'm going to keep my word. 
but you, I will not kill you and I will not wreak havoc upon you. But this I do tell you, you will not enter unto the pro into the promised land. So after the, in verse 34, it says, after the number of days in which ye search the land, even 40 days, listen, each day for a year, each day for a year, 40 days, each day for one year, shall ye bear your iniquities, even 40 years, and ye shall know my breach of promise. So he is telling them for your iniquities against me, you will go no further. Remember, he does not lie, nor does he break a promise. So he did not kill them as he could have. He could have just wiped them away right then and there and taken the babies only, you know, those that were worthy. But no, he said, oh, I'm going to let you be free. Free indeed. But you are not going to enter into the promised land. Move down to verse 35. I, the Lord, have said, I will surely do unto all this evil congregation that are gathered together against me in this wilderness, they shall be consumed and there they shall die. Now I must ask, how often have we been in this situation where we were looking our gift horse right in the face and ignored it. How often has God given us what we've asked for, but it did not come in the package that we were expecting. So therefore we did not embark or in, upon it or embrace it. God had to put an end to this ungratefulness yes. and any witnesses of it to be sure that such actions of unworthiness did not step foot into the promised land where they were going to build, grow, and rejoice. He did not kill them, I remind you, but he did not give them the gift either. And so they made without a murmur or complaint. I pray that this message allows you to see God's redemptive and reconciling love for us. See, they came out with hardened hearts against God but he allowed them time to redeem themselves. Yes. He also gave them a way to reconcile through yes. Moses by having Moses set up the different leaders within the different tribes for them, a yes. way for them to reconcile and then gave them the way through the offerings and the yes. sacrifices for them to reconcile. We no longer have to do that because of his love. He could not bless those 
that despised him. But yet, uh, I, but yet, while he held true to his promise, years later, he would intercede for us again through the atonement of his son, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Amen, family. Amen. I can I concede here, yielding back. I pray that the next time you read through that story or the next time you ask somebody for a gift, that you be grateful, not looking for that certain package, but looking at the content of the package. Receive it, receive it and bless it and allow him to build it and to grow it and allow him to work with you to shape it into what you need, not exactly what you want. Abide with his will. Allow your will to join with his will and allow him to lead in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, family, for giving me this opportunity to share with you with looking into the wilderness. I pray that there was something I shared today that helped you prepare for being in the present, not the future. Amen. 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 Uh, many of us have a wilderness experience, and they're all for our good. Yes. And I want you to know that God is good. Amen. Amen. And that's not to be taken right. He is good. Yes. You have to be good to deal with us. Some of <laughs> yeah. mm. yeah. We're mm. not good. Mm. He wanted our way. He wanted like we wanted. Mm -hmm. He wanted it yesterday. Mm -hmm. All we could should be saying, God, I thank you for your mercy. Yes. Thank him for his mercy. Because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be what we are today. We would not be where we are today. It's only by his grace and his mercy. But, and I'm going to tell you, we, in our society, we use the word tolerance. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, God does not tolerate yeah. Insubordination. Mm -hmm. no. mm -hmm. He does not. Typically, he doesn't deal with you like this and there. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. Do not deceive. God is not marked. A seed a man sows, that should he also reap. If you don't want to reap it, don't sow it. Mm -hmm. Your murmuring, your griping, you're complaining. Mm -hmm. I tell you, if we do more praying and seeking God, we will do less murmuring and less complaining. Mm -hmm. But he told us in all things, not some things, but <laughs> in all things, not just you pick and choose, mm -hmm. but in all things. Yeah. To give thanks. Yes. For this and you have to understand this. God takes us in, sometimes we're in the wilderness. But God is working something out within us. 
to bring us out of the wilderness. But if you don't get the lesson, you're going to die in the wilderness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So don't know what Sally Sue went through. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. 
when you talk about complaining, I have a very little tolerance for that. Mm-hmm. Very little tolerance. Murmuring. Don't do that. I, I, it, you know, it affects my spirit. It really does. I had shared with someone about a distribution, a food distribution. So, you know, of course, if you're going to go to a food distribution, you're going to have to wait. Yeah. Okay. But how is it that you, you know, you get all this abundance of food and then you call me and say, did you get, did you get raspberries? I didn't think they put raspberries in my bag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Amen. She is yeah. with us. Yeah. So yeah. I had to say that. I had to get that out. Thank you. God bless you for that wonderful word. Oh. And another thing, he's not an Uber. Every time you need a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Develop a relationship with him. Walk with him. Trust him. And then you mentioned about having a shepherd. Mm-hmm. That is so important, especially in the times we're living in. You want to follow a shepherd that loves God. Mm-hmm. And a shepherd that's going to teach you the word of God without fail or without error. Yes. So I'm yes. grateful. Amen. He's done, if he don't do nothing else for me, he's done enough. Amen. I'm Amen. so grateful. So grateful. I'm sorry to take your time, but I, I had to say that. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Everybody that needs a wilderness experience. Everybody should go to a wilderness experience. Yes. That draws you closer to God. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you have to really rely on God. Mm-hmm. And 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 you, you have to understand why. There's something God brings out of you in that wilderness experience. You really learn to trust him. Mm-hmm. You learn to rely on him. Mm-hmm. I went out there in that wilderness. And you know, sometimes you have to train at the elevation where you want to be at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it, I'm sorry. I thank God for Lorenzo. Amen. <laughs> but I hadn't trained at the elevation of 11,000 mm-hmm. above sea level. Mm-hmm. And God has blessed me. When you talk about in the wilderness, we encounter things that we don't normally encounter. I heard how you say you are a city girl. Amen. But uh, I, I want you to know that God is everywhere. Yes. Not only that, he takes us out of our comfort zone for a reason. I went out there did book studies on Shakespeare, Robert Frost, the role, less travel, and all kinds of mm-hmm. writings. Mm-hmm. And, but it got there that first night it rained. Mm-hmm. 
do I slap? I slap in a real teepee. <laughs> and all around the teepee was muddy and nasty. You know what? I did. I hated it. It was frustrating. And I, and I told him just how I felt. I hate this bug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the way life is. Life gets broke and nasty and dirty, slimy and filthy. But we work, we got, I got through it, walked all the way up, over 11,000 square feet above sea level. Then we get up into a real hut. Mm-hmm. Where all of us have to stay in that one hut. You know how that is sometimes. <laughs> I haven't been like that since I've been out of the military. <laughs> and we lived up there mm-hmm. among each other. Mm-hmm. And it was an experience, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But God brings you to a place for a reason. I got this testimony, and I'm quick. God, there was a young lady who came up, and a lot of these young people, like millenniums and all of that, that, and they came up there. Some of them, they live in the things by choice. They live in buses by choice. They travel all around in their buses. They say it's cheap than mortgage rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a point there. Yeah. And so, but it was one young lady, the first day I saw, we all got together around by the library, and she would meet each other there, and I saw her, and I saw God. Mm-hmm. She stayed there and stayed there with us, and, and her friend left. I'm not doing this. Mm. And she stayed. And she was kind of isolating and and didn't want to say much or do much. And she was just there. She she, she really didn't understand why she was there. Mm-hmm. And all veterans. And I spoke to her once when we got all situated and all and then one day we were in the kitchen the dining area up there we had a, a dining area and we weren't eating off the back truck and but we just didn't have no running water we had the, we had the outhouse no electric no, on the outdoor plumbing Each other 
and we talk. That young lady. Tears just start flowing down her eyes. She fought to hold the tears back. God began to deal with her right there. She began to cry and fighting the tears, and she began to share her heart. Then she said, I really they want to come. I say, if there's anything, you know, there's one thing I can say that I came for. God brought me here for you. God broke her there. And then later on, the the guy who was running the place, an older gentleman, he came to me and said, I'm so glad you talked to Sarah. Because she really needed something. Mm-hmm. He needed something too. Mm-hmm. But you never know where God brings you mm-hmm. in the wilderness and the purpose and all. So I we got to stop complaining and griping because we think we have it bad. Some people have it worse. Mm-hmm. But a powerful message. I am grateful. I am grateful. I don't know about you. To God and his mercy. And thank you for that word on today. Chaplain Daniel. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, Sister Sierra, how are you? I know you're driving now, but can we hear your voice? I don't know. Somebody else in your in the car to all right. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, I just left the babies at the house with Mike now. Okay. I have um I joined a sorority, so we're packing backpacks to give away to some title one schools in the area. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, you know some things how long were you in the wilderness? Five days. <laughs> that's one oh, day that's one day too much. <laughs> Almost <laughs> I'm a city boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've been talking about going camping. We'll probably try in August yeah. of next year. Well, if you all want to go, I know a faith-based group that goes, then they call it Revan in the Wild. So I can give you that information if you all want really? to go. They go in different places, uh, you know, throughout the nation. So you can tap into them, and that way you oh, can yeah, see where good. where they may be, where they may be going. Yeah, so it's the group yeah, that I do now. We'll do, we'll do. Pastor had you had the opportunity to be in a yurt. Our last, uh, that last experience when we went on the mountain. I know they just kept telling us hydrate, hydrate, but we yeah. went in in the yurt, and I had some pictures of it. I showed it to to the kids. I even took a picture when we were up on the mountain too, you know. But I was like, it's. When you're going up, it's like, like I said, you're like, when is it going to end? When is it going to end? But then once you get there, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, 
So one of the young ladies that's in that oversees the Rev in the wilderness, the camps in the wilderness, she then left us because she had been training for the Grand Canyon. So that when she left us, she um she said and she told us it was like Pastor said, she had been training, but she hadn't really been training enough because you don't know what to expect. But they did. They went, her husband and some other friends, and they did the Grand Canyon. And now she has been having like, you know, one injury after another because her body wasn't properly ready for within her legs, her Achilles and stuff like that. And I told her the hydration. I said, because when we were in the mountain, you weren't drinking enough water. So then you did the Grand Canyon. It's the hydration that will get you. But I thank you all. So I'm going to stop our recordings and prepare to take on any prayer requests. Sister Pat, I see Sister Pat with us and Lorenzo. So I'm not sure if you all had anything before, um, any comments before we move into prayer. But thank you all for joining us. And for those that are joining us by way of YouTube Live and Facebook uh, Live, we thank you so very much for joining Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church on this Sunday. You could have chose to be anywhere else. And you decided to take this journey with us today as we look into the wilderness. So we pray that you will have a blessed week and do come back. And please, on our Facebook page, Azusa, uh, Azusa Foursquare Gospel Church, please leave us a message. Let us know if you'd like to join us sometimes and we can give you the information for the Bible study and the prayer calls as uh, Sister Pastor Christine uh, gave us in our announcement or any other event that we may be embarking upon. We are in the community, but we're also international, so we can meet you where you are. And with that, I will say thank you for joining us today and be blessed. Amen. Recording stopped. Let me get to the other one. Just a moment. Hallelujah. All right, all right. Well, amen. So we're ready for prayer requests. Any prayer requests? Hello, mother. See her? Are you sideways now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd like to ask for prayer for Mother Winston uh, with Prayer Tower Ministries. Uh, she is currently um, off being hospitalized. She had an emergency, uh, medical emergency on Friday. And uh, again, that's Mother Vincent of Prayer Tower Ministries out of Capitol Heights, Maryland. Okay. And um, also for um, Brother Albert to strengthen the Lord as he uh, again moves through the loss of his loss. Say the name again, please. Brother, Brother Albert. Did Brother Hillary drop off? Yes. Hi. Um, wanted to know if you've heard from Brother... Perry? Yes. I talked Brother Perry and I talked before we left. Okay. Uh, I haven't spoken. I sent him a message this All morning. Ty, right. I will call him today. Okay. All right. So I had some more news for Brother Perry. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Any other prayer requests? Um, 
you know, again, for our building, um, yeah. I had an opportunity yesterday to see what God did for another ministry and how he, it, just the testimony of how they, uh, two years ago, were able to receive uh, mm -hmm. their new building. And it was a bank that was actually remodeled amazingly you know, Sister Christine, did you know that the building Pastor and I, I don't think you, I don't know if you've ever been there. The building that Pastor and I have been praying around, that used to be a bank also. I shared that with Bridget. I tell you guys, the world is so small because we were both at the uh, family gathering for um, with Bridget's uh, church on yesterday because Pastor Christine knew, knows the um, first lady and, and the pastor there. But uh, Bridget's husband, Tyrone, has served with the pastor. And then some of his guests were some gentlemen that I had served with. And, of course, you all know Bridget and I are battle buddies. So the world, like I said, as we get closer, the more acquaintances we, you know, we find we have in common. But it's wonderful to find that they're believers when we find that they are in common. Amen. But yes, that building is a bank also, or it used to be a yes. bank. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, the scripture uh, where your blessing will run you down, mm -hmm. that was their situation. They weren't looking for a building. They were content. Yeah. But God sent a mighty wind mm -hmm. and someone who actually uh, blessed them mm -hmm. and wanted their space. So it was just uh, the testimony from Pastor Ann was just amazing. Yeah. But that's God. Because they had to get off of that strip they, they, with yeah. that construction coming through there. And they were holding out for a while. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Be blessed. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Finally, got another test kit. Negative! <laughs> Just support groups over here. Mm. 
our attorneys looked them up throughout the whole USA. They had no business license. They were not property managers. They are a couple of affiliates, builders. And the only thing I could see in my mind was for me, but they ain't flipping nothing over here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anyway, um, I don't know what happens, you know, with the judge and what about court and things like that once you have an injunction. But uh, when they start talking about collecting people's rents, hallelujah, I said, uh-uh, something went through my head, amen. And so we were able to get the injunction. They have been served. Mm-hmm. And still, um, what was it? Thursday, I believe it was. She's still on the police, you know, on the property manager. And thank goodness I had the uh, new management agreement and so forth. And it's been, it's been kind of quiet. Amen. Praying God. I do not try to scheme anything else, but it's all right in these cases. 